In Parsha Kisisa, the Torah relates the episode of the singular great failure of the Jewish people in their producing and some way following the golden calf that took place immediately after their having received the Torah on Mount Sinai. For most, this was an attempt to provide for themselves a leader in place of Moshe Rabbeinu, who they were caused to believe was not coming back. For many, it was even in the category of some form of idol worship. The full understanding is beyond the scope of this session or maybe any session it's within our power. But suffice it to say that it was a singular great failure on the part of the Jewish people, especially because it was taking place immediately after such a great moment in history of their having just received the Torah. And upon this uh, event having taken place, Hashem says to Moshe, go down because your people who you took out of Mitzrayim have destroyed, have ruined. And it doesn't say what they destroyed and what they ruined. The Sephorno in Parashas Hazinu and Sefer Dvorim, where the Pasuk also uses such an expression of Shiches, Jewish people destroyed, ruined. He explains that what B'nai Yisrael ruined and destroyed at that time was the plan of the Almighty. And he says that he had Almighty had intended at that time to sanctify the Jewish people and to sanctify his name in the world through them. That the Jewish people should be a light for all of mankind to understand the Torah, to understand the ways of Hashem and to teach them to the rest of the world. As the Pasuk says just prior to the giving of the Torah, Hashem said to the Jewish people, you will be for me a nation of princes. And there the Sifona spells out that it was intended to be the nation that would teach and guide and lead the entire world so that they would all be serving Hashem as one. Shechem Echad, shoulder to shoulder. And through that, they would receive all the good that Hashem has intended to give to mankind. And they destroyed all this with the idol worship or the failure of the episode of the golden calf. Doesn't mean that it cannot be achieved forever, but it was not able to be achieved at that time as it had been originally intended. And then the Pasuk there in Hazinu continues and says, will you bestow this, will you deliver this to Hashem, in relation to Hashem, a lowly 
unwise nation. But he is your father, the one who acquired you, the one who made you, the one who prepared you, and gave you everything that you needed. And the Sephardim explains this Pasuk as saying, could it be after Hashem had intended to make you his chosen princely nation and made this known to you? Is it fitting that you should respond to him in this way to ruin his plan, defile his name, and prevent him from achieving the goal that he intended when he said, let us make man in our form and in our image. This was an effect on the Jewish people's part, preventing Hashem from achieving the purpose that he had intended in the entire creation. Creation of man was the purpose of the entire creation. And what was that purpose? That purpose was to deliver to the created being, the human being, the maximum good that it is possible for a created being to receive. That comes about, of course, only through a person forging the connection with Hashem and thereby being conditioned to receive the fullest, greatest good that is possible for a created being to receive. And that was the intention in the creation of man. And that was what was supposed to have taken place upon the Jewish peoples receiving the Torah. The Gemara says that the spiritual impurity that entered into Adam Rishon, the first man, when he sinned, was removed, was taken away from the Jewish people at that point. But through their sin of the golden calf, it came back to them. And this process was, was stunted, was prevented from taking place. Of course, it had to come through the Jewish people's own efforts, through their following the ways of the Torah, and by their veering off, this plan was not able to be accomplished at that time. And the pastor continues and calls the Jewish people, on account of this, a lowly, degraded nation. Says the Sephorno, they are repaying bad for good. They received good from Hashem, and here they're responding in a negative fashion. They're responding some kind of an inner force to go in opposite form of relating and block that plan from being accomplished. This is certainly something very, very deep in the nature of a person, to respond in an opposite fashion. And he says that, this is the quality that is the opposite of generosity, of one who gives to one who never gave him anything. And here, B'nai Yisrael were acting in a manner of being, in a sense, negative, oppositional, destructive towards Hashem, who had given them so much good in making known to them that they are the nation that is chosen to be the one to bring about His plan and receive and be the means to bring about the delivery of the good to the entire world, that maximum good that is possible to receive. And 
This was following their having been prepared for this. They're being told that they were chosen, and being given every ability that they needed to be that treasured, chosen, beloved nation that would receive and bring about for the world all that good. But what seems uh, quite fascinating, if we talk in terms of B'nai Yisrael acting in a manner, the Jewish people preventing the divine master plan, was intended in the initial creation that was supposed to have been brought about at this time. We would think that that itself is all that is needed to be the basis for criticism. The Almighty has a plan. The Almighty's plan for his creation of the universe. What the entire creation is meant to accomplish. You are preventing who are not acting in a manner that is necessary for it to be brought about and, on the contrary, going in the opposite direction. How, how, how wrong is that? How unbearable is that? And not only is it the Almighty Creator's divine plan, but what kind of a plan is it? There's a plan of such goodness to deliver to mankind's the fullness, the maximum good that it is possible for them to receive. Of which they will be the beneficiaries. So, we would think, what could be more of a uh, claim against them, so to speak, than just this simple action of preventing the Almighty's plan of such goodness from being accomplished. And yet it seems that that is not the primary, certainly not the sole basis for this criticism. What's, what the Torah is saying is, how can you act this way after Hashem has already bestowed so much good to you? After He has already made known to you that you are to be His beloved chosen nation? After He has already prepared you for that role? to respond with, so to speak, bad for good, that is so, so lowly. That is what calls for the description of a novel, lowly, degraded nation. So it would seem that all the greatness, all the goodness in and of itself is not sufficient and maybe not even the primary criticism against the Jewish people. It's not just, here's the Almighty Creator's divine plan and it's, it's up to you to bring it about. It's not only a plan of so much good for yourselves, for the entire world. You will be the, the messengers, you will be the means to bring about the, the, the ultimate good. That's not all that it about. It's, you've already been brought close. You've already been made known that you are to be his nation. You have already been given that relationship, the starting of it. We are worthy because of our forefathers, Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov, and they already told, you will be for me this 
precious chosen nation that will be the ones to bring about and receive all this good and given all the preparation for it. After that, how can you turn your back? After that, how can you go in an opposite direction? You've already been made close to me, says Hashem. I've already befriended you. I've already made you into my precious nation. I've already told you, you are the ones to be this. To then turn your back on that, that is the, the truly greatest criticism. It's not simply the enormity of the, the task at hand, of the, of the accomplishment at hand, of the good that is at hand. It's you've already been brought on board. You've already become connected. He has, Hashem has already made that connection with you. How could you not want that that should be enhanced and continued and brought into its full fruition that is the content of that plan? And that's something that we have to be sensitive to. And I think this sheds in a uh, significant, deeper understanding, a new light on the episode of Hillel with the Geir, where Hillel said to the Geir, the foundation of the Torah, of the entire Torah is that loyalty to Hashem's friendship. Hillel could have said, the foundation of the whole Torah is to bring about the Almighty's master plan of the maximum good that mankind could receive for yourself and all those around you. But he didn't say that. He said, Hashem has already given you His friendship. He has already brought you close. He has already declared, you are my beloved people. I am ready to be with you for eternity. He has already shown His friendship. This is something that is there, is being offered is for everyone to have. Even the Ger is not yet part of the Jewish people. He's also beloved. The Mishnah says, man is beloved, he's created in the image of the Creator. Rashi says there, therefore he's obligated to fulfill the directives of the Creator. Because he has already been given that belovedness. There's already a starting point of being brought close. That's something that's within us to be especially sensitive to and responsive to, not to turn our back on that, not to go against that, not to prevent that from coming to its full fruition. That is the job that we have, to recognize that friendship and to respond to it, to bring it to the fullness of its potential and the achievement of all the good that Hashem wants us to have. Thank you very much.